a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Tonight, prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is To Be Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Episode 39, we are back in studio. We have the Scott. Yo, yo, yo. We got the man with the plan, the knowledgeable person when it comes to the sports. The most knowledgeable right here. Right here with the Yankees sweater on. I love it. Getting ready. We don't get no right. baseball. No but baseball. What's happening? It's Frank Knox, baby. What's happening? And of course, your host, the P to the double EZ. And we are here on another Thursday to help you through quarantine right here. Lockdown. That's right. We got a big show lined up for you. It is a special 420 edition all month. We're going to be doing 420 theme shows. And tonight, we have Deputy Director of CT Normal, Joe Lachance, a.k.a. Joe the Weed Guy, joining us to talk CT's medical marijuana program and legalization. We're going to get blunt with our listeners listeners, as we talk, you know, the most viral trends. And, of course, Scott's infamous Walmart stories. We're going to find out what's going on with the shoppers all around. If you can find TP or not. I got some breaking news. Speaking of Scott, back with the WrestleMania edition of No Selling with the Scott. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. It's going to be such good shit. And later on in the show, (laughs) IG influencer Hazy joins us to give us her recommendations on the best glass to burn your loud out of. It is a stacked show, fellas. That's right. Stacked <laughs> show. I don't think the world is ready. If you're tuning in on the Facebook Live, we're here, baby. What up? 
rtfsportsnetwork.com if you want to listen to audio only and you can't get to the Facebook. We are here. Shout out to everybody tuning in right now. You know, we got Paul Ferrari. Paul! Oh. <laughs> What's happening? That's all he says. Paul! Oh. It's like our code word. You know? Of course, That's you already know. one of the most used text I send out is, Oh! <laughs> I know, me too. It's always a question how many W's you put in there, though. Oh, man. Lifestyle. i joining in from the Lifestyle group. I love it. I love it saying what up. Phone lines are open if you want to join in on the conversation at any time throughout the show. 860-384-7110. And we are live. What's up, guys? Not much, man. Another week in lockdown. I'm not in lockdown. I Listen, mean, I'm essential as fuck. All right? That's what I know. Yeah, but you're still just going to work, coming home. Well, again, there's nowhere else to go. Right. The bars are closed. The restaurants are closed. In fact, in fact, as far as Connecticut goes, Governor Malloy, not Malloy, listen, Lamont, sorry, wow. I'm a little backtracking here. I'm going back in time. <laughs> Governor Lamont said that the non-essential businesses might not even open until the 20th of May. 20th of May, yeah. People don't know. At the earliest. It was supposed to be Easter, and then they extended it to 420 like yeah. uh, New York did when and they I'm first sure dropped it. I'm sure it'll get extended again. They probably will. Yeah, it was originally 316 to 420. I remember when that was announced in New York. The memes that came out were crazy. But to their credit, if they told us it was going to be like, say if it really is August, if they told us that from the bat, I mean, I don't know if we would have been able to prepare for that. I mean, you're right, but I still feel like I might if, go till August. If we, I go, think, if we go through little hurdles and we're like, oh, we made it to May 20th, we can make it to June 20th, you know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> May's real liberal, you know, to be saying that. Like, I feel like it's going to be a few more months than that. I think June... Earliest, August, latest. That shit needs to be done by Memorial Day, all right? Because that's, that's not happening, Scott. That's not happening. No, 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 definitely not. I want Memorial use my pool Day at my complex, and it ain't gonna happen. Scott, you ain't seen that pool the all pool, year. Memorial Day at <laughs> your <laughs> complex. That's what you're looking forward to. I mean, gee, come that on, that shit's man. full of Corona. Yeah, it's full of Corona. What you want to do? You want to go to a public pool with everyone that's <laughs> pent up, including children, for three, four months. The first thing you want to do is go swim in some <laughs> child piss water. Oh, no. Damn, Scott. Damn, bro. Damn. If you tune in, what up? What up, Dialon? Showing love on the Facebook. What up? We see you, bro. Basically, He's smart. He's booking vacations ahead of time. Do get that. him on the low. That's right. All the way yeah. to August. I'm yeah. ready to go. Get I, mean, I just want to be able to enjoy a summer. That's all. Listen, you might as well start preparing to do a lot of backyard bonfires and shit, bro. Yeah, or maybe I just go to the private island that UFC is going to be at or something like that. I don't know. Right? Good luck getting a ticket there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, uh, Pierre's tuned in. He says he just wants these kids to go back to school. (laughs) I think at this point, a lot of parents are feeling that way. I've seen today at least four or five parents like, fuck this. I'm in my room. I'm tired of this Come on. Yeah. Are you for real? Yeah, people are just like tired of their children at this point. They have to teach them, <laughs> cook for them, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now, think about it. They only had to cook dinner See, before. I would be thinking these kids would be doing chores 24-7. Like, Some kids aren't able to do chores. I'd be doing right? Listen, I'd be telling them they got to do fucking chores too, yo. Fuck yeah. this shit, you know? It's a good way. Teach them young. There's going to be a lot of chefs coming out of this quarantine, though. I'll tell you that. Listen, I've been chefing it up. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I, I have been doing nothing but literally eating and smoking aside from working. It's devastating. Yeah. The whole the whole weight loss from the gym, the challenge, bro, fucked. 
Gone yeah, out the window. Fucked. All that work. Nah. Even Scott told me he had pizza like three times last oh, week. Dude, dude, my DoorDash. I just got this phone like three weeks ago, and a DoorDash has been like, if I look at my bank feed, like that's just all I'm spending my money on is DoorDash. Dude, I know you can spend a shit ton of money on DoorDash just in it, the fees, it is, bro. It is, it is a lot. They tell you zero delivery, but then all of a sudden your taxes and fees are like eleven dollars. Next thing you know, you're getting an email from DoorDash next month saying you could have saved fifty bucks if you signed up for, for Dash Pass. pass. Yeah. Dude, I did, two days ago I did Outback on there, and I was like, "Oh, Outback. I, I have an Outback gift card." You got Outback delivered yeah, to Cromwell. He's in a good no, place. Right I got there. it delivered at work. Oh, right. all right, that makes more sense. I was gonna say, "Fuck that, bro." If you got Outback, I want a blooming onion, right? Right now, yo, I did two blooming onions, motherfucker. Two blooming onions. <laughs> he took one to go. Scott, you probably weren't even high, and you're ordering two blooming onions. That's some fucking stoner ass shit. <laughs> damn, yo, damn. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Before we go any further, you already know what time it is. My favorite time of the show, and yours, the ceremonial lighting of the blunt, right here in this very king pop. I have. It's stuffed with the loudest of weed with a very special strain for today. That's right. So before we go any further, I ask you both, are you ready? I'm ready, man. Ready, peasy. I said, are you ready? Yeah. Ready to see you like that, bitch. Then for the three of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds listening at home on rtfsportsnetwork.com. Or watching live on the Facebook live stream. This is for you. Let's get ready to smoke it. Tell them, Frank. If you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Smoke it. (laughs) That's right. Woo-wee. 420 edition. Episode 1 of 420 out of the next three we're going to be doing. It's about to be the littest, the highest, the most crucial, the King Pom Loaded. Woo! You never sent me that StreamYard link. What do you mean? What do you need it for? I need to send it out, you know, any potential smoke out guests that could arrive. I didn't know that that was something we were doing. You know, I can send you the StreamYard link. I mean, that's not a problem. Word, yeah, just send it to me while I'm thinking of it. You want me to send it to you on the Facebook? Yeah, that's fine. I don't have no other choice, bro. When it comes to this shit, we're limited. I can't can't copy paste from the phone because I'm on a computer. (laughs) And I'm just trying to smoke, damn it. That's it. So let me find... The real question is, what are we smoking this week? You know, for week one of... 420, which is all month long. Well, I'm glad you said that. This week's strain of the week is a very special strain. It is known as Godfather OG. That's right. Godfather OG is a cross of cherry pie, OG Kush, and granddaddy perp. According to High Times, Godfather OG is the most potent marijuana strain on the planet, by the way. The indica dominant hybrid is reported to have a THC content of 34%. So it's about to be a wrap today. That's right. Since it's been activated, uh, since it's an activated THC value, there's a good chance that the figure may be conservative. There might be even more, they're saying. This strain has won High Times Cannabis Cup for best indica strain in the past. And when you smoke the bud, it's going to hit you with an incredible cerebral high and soon results in whole body euphoria. Users tend to feel calm and happy with the euphoric effects oozing over both mind and body. 
Godfather OG provides you with a feeling of total relaxation and could ever render you immobile or couch locked for the afternoon. That's right. Couch locked. That's locked right here. So let me take a nice big drag of this Godfather OG. Godfather, come get on the blunt train. Choo-choo. Here you go, Frank Knox. Why don't you try this out? And let's go right here into the Scott. Scott, why don't you tell us what we had this week for the beer of the week? All right. So the beer of the week this week, it's called Cloud Nine. All right. And anything with the name Cloud in it, all right, it means it's got soft mouthfeel, no bite to it whatsoever. So it's called Cloud Nine. It's from New Park Brewing. It's a special, actually, third anniversary beer. Sold out in one day. I had to do a trade to get this beer. A trade? Yeah. This started out, you could get a whole case. Then it went from a case so you can get two four packs. Then it went from all in the same day to one four pack that uh, sold out, don't have anymore. So I had to trade some beers to get this. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't really live up to the hype, I guess, it got, but it's still good, damn it. I feel like you have the worst luck when it comes to getting, like, beers. Sometimes. You know what, though? Today, I actually got lucky and got some beers from Treehouse right before they sold out. And a buddy of mine, he was asked out, but since you have to buy a whole case, we ended up splitting the case, so 12 beers apiece. That's not a bad deal. Not that's, at all. That's I, crazy. I mean, I don't need 24 more beers. You guys have seen my fridges. That's also very true. You definitely don't need that. Your fridge is literally full, bro. It's full. It's full. Yes, my fridges are full. <laughs> yes, that's right. Both your fridges are full. You're right. I'm sorry. Good point. Good point. Good point. In a few minutes here, we're going to be joined by Joe the Weed Guy. He is the Deputy Director of Normal, which is this advocate for CT legalization. They, If you don't know CT Normal is, Scott. I don't know too much. I'll be honest. Of course you don't. But I know Frank knows what we're talking about. I can't wait to have him on the show. He's going to join us in a few minutes. I hope you're tuned in. Again, phone lines are open, 860-384-7110. It's about to go down. Me and Frank, we got the Godfather OG rolled up. I brought papers, Frank, because I feel like we're going to have to roll another another joint or something. That's good. That's tasty. The blunt's not going to be enough. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now, there's there's no way. It's 420 edition. I mean, my tolerance has gone through the roof because all I've been doing during lockdown 2020, it's getting smoked out, loked out, and hitting the fridge like a muh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love it. Well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Joe the Weed Guy, right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. You know what I hate about flying? Everything. The takeoff, the landing, the anticipation mixed with anxiety. Me too. Sometimes I feel like I'm crawling in my own skin. Let me guess. You probably down a few drinks before getting on the plane and then pop a Xanax maybe, right? <laughs> a few drinks? Yeah, right. But what if I told you there was a way to fly comfortably? I would love to fly that way. What if I told you that you could fly and be relaxed all at the same time without the use of pills or alcohol? Really? How? Tell me more. You need to simply fly high. We bring you Flying High Personal Aircraft Service. Rent one of our many luxury planes and be prepared to fly in style. Our fleet comes pre-stocked with large variety of cannabis and smoking supplies. All of our flight attendants are cannabis experts. Just let them know what you want and they'll bring it to you rolled and ready to smoke. We even provide a dab bar loaded with more concentrates than you'll know what to do with. So take a seat in our memory foam seats, spark up a fatty, and get ready to literally be in the clouds. Flying High Personal Aircraft Service, we take you to the clouds. We're rolling the fattest bloods. 
<coughs> it's to be blunt with PZ. To be blunt podcast. We are back. That's right. And joining us right here. Show the weed guy. What's up, man? Oh, wow. There he is. There you go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. He's got the plant ready to go. That is the leaf of everything. Let me let me salute that shit right now. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. I there love it. Going. Joe, thank you. I wonder you. where I got that. I don't know. I don't know. Thank you for <laughs> I wonder where. <laughs> thank you for joining us, man. It is a privilege to have you on the show. You are somewhat of a legend when it comes to the marijuana scene in Connecticut. And yeah, I don't know if I'm a legend or infamous, one or the other, but well, yeah. both, both of you ask me are good ways to be, you know, good ways to be. And to have you here is, is like one of the, like the highlights. I am so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions to ask you. Uh, why don't you go ahead first before we dive into this and introduce yourself to our listeners. All right. Uh, I'm Joe LaChance, uh, otherwise known as Joe the Weed Guy. Uh, I am the deputy director and the treasurer of Connecticut Normal, which, as you said before, is the advocacy group for legalization here in Connecticut. We're the branch of Normal, which has been around since the 70s. Um, so we've been working on legalization here in Connecticut for six years. Um, also, the co-host of Cannabis Corner which is airs on Monday afternoons at uh, one o'clock on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. It's also broadcasted live on Facebook. You guys should check that out. Actually, I want to have you on as a guest soon. Well, absolutely. It would be a privilege. And then I also run a medical marijuana certification (laughs) clinic called Canna Health. I'm their Milford office. And we do medical marijuana certifications every Friday. Right now, we're doing them through telemedicine. So you can still get certified for the medical marijuana program. Uh, we just do it over the computer. You can do it right from your house. That's so those I are the things I'm working on, you know, as well as Instagram. smoking a lot of weed now that I'm on uh, coin. <laughs> so you're trying say- to keep myself busy. You're saying if I need to grab a card, you're the guy to see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, had, I did yeah. not know prior. I mean, I heard... And I read about you running a clinic, but I had no clue that you were going to be the guy that could dish out the hardware. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We got a doctor on site. Well, she's at our house now, but we have a doctor comes in once a week, and we see about eight to ten patients a week. You know, obviously it's slowed down now, but uh, yeah, we're ready to go. We'll just do you over here. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So let me ask you, how did you get into advocating for like marijuana legalization in Connecticut? I know you started out in Cali. What's your story out there? And how did you end up from Cali in Connecticut? Well, I moved out to Cali in 2009. I got transferred there by my job. Um, And then I lost my job. So I ended up becoming a medical marijuana patient out there. Okay. Because in 2009, they had a medical program. And I saw the industry out there. It was thriving. I mean, it was, I mean, there was dispensaries on every corner. And I just had a vision of what could be the future for Connecticut. So, I, you know, I lived out there for about 
three years. I came back here in 2012 uh, because my mom was sick. You know, I'll be honest with you. And I had to take care of her. She had cancer. I'm sorry to hear um, that. I decided that um, I wanted to get in the industry out here. Obviously, there was no industry out here yet. We had just barely started working on the medical marijuana program. But I got involved with a guy named Mickey Martin uh, and worked at the Northeastern Institute of Cannabis. Actually helped him get that school started and off the ground up in Massachusetts. And that's where I really started getting into advocacy because during that time they were getting into legalization up there in Massachusetts. And I and the school was a big part of that. We, We used to hold the normal meetings up there. That's what made me get involved in normal. I got involved with Massachusetts normal. We stole the normal meetings up there. And I saw that they had success in Massachusetts. Yep. So I knew it was possible. So when the school closed, we lost our lease. I decided to down here in Connecticut and do the same thing. And I guess since 2014, we have you know, every single year made little by little steps towards getting legalization done here in Connecticut. Uh, It's been a hard road. And I got to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Well, what are the chances of it actually eventually happening? I mean, I can't believe it's taken this long with Massachusetts and New York and everything around us loosening up on the rules. And we're still so, I feel like, tightly wound here in Connecticut. We are. And, you know, part of the problem is up there in Hartford, there's no consensus. So they're very split. So the Democrats want it and the Republicans don't. Curiously enough, the Republicans actually want a version of legalization that is closer to what Vermont did. Okay. Which is a home grow, possession being legal gifting being legal but no retail sales see i agree in this point that like there's there's almost no reason to continue the talk of legalization if they're not going to include grow rights right and that's our whole point you have to have grow rights if you're going to have legalization i mean and this whole covid thing has really proved our point because as you know they made medical marijuana businesses essential businesses which blew my mind because how are you going to deem something essential then at the same time consider it illegal right that's my point so this is our newest fight with them and we're actually you know now that i heard you mention it earlier now that he's extending this until may 20th i think it's time we push for delivery for medical marijuana patients i mean they're already doing with alcohol now Yeah, they're doing it with alcohol, so we might as well push for delivery. So that's our next thing. Since we can't go for legalization right now, we're going to try and get the governor to do an executive order for um, home delivery, and we're going to try and get home grow for medical patients. Do you think that since... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You can finish. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that... All right. Do you think that since... Uh, I mean, since Lamont had deemed it, uh, you know, essential and whatnot, do you think during this period that people's opinions are changing on legalization? Yes. And yes, why? I do even the less some of their opinions are changing 
because, you know, a lot of people listen to the mainstream news. And if they're deeming medical marijuana essential, maybe people are starting to think, oh, well, if if the governor says it's essential, then maybe it's OK. You know, um, yeah, I do think people's I mean, we know in Connecticut that over 75 percent of people want legalization. Right. So why not give the people what they want? And, you know. The more I go up there and the more I talk to legislators, it's really all about politics. <coughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, the biggest opponents <laughs> of home grow are the growers and the dispensaries right Sorry. now who already exist. This They're is true. our biggest opposition. This is true. This is true. And and not only are now, I feel like medical marijuana is booming right now because there's nothing for anybody to do. So if you're already a patient, I mean, you're frequenting the dispensaries what's, all the time. What's the limit yeah. you could pick up per week or per month? Um, you get two and a half ounces a month. Yeah. Two and a half. That's enough to last somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, that'll hold yeah. you over for sure. No doubt about it. I and, mean, two and a half ounces. I mean, I'm probably wouldn't even The problem is that. it's super taxed, though. It's like. No, it's not taxed in Connecticut. No, but the price is in, inflated. Like, you're not paying 200 or 250 an ounce. Well, compared to the black market. Yeah, black market. You are? Yeah, ounces are one seventy five. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I thought they were like three hundred. Yeah, no, they've lowered the prices. Uh, Ace have gone down to about twenty five, between twenty five and thirty each. Um, Do that. So if if you have a condition and you have the money to do it, it's definitely worth getting your med- medical marijuana card. I will say. See, we I'm used not to say have the it quality here. of weed is the greatest, but it's at least you know that it's been tested. It's got uh, the amount of THC that's in it. You could pick your strains. A lot of different good reasons to be in the medical marijuana program, uh, especially now. It wasn't like that a couple years ahead. ago, though. A couple of years ago, I like my wife still had her card, which we no longer have anymore. One, right. and I'm gonna tell you why. One, because back at that point, the only way we can get it is we'd have to go all the way to fucking Hartford, because that was the oh, closest right. dispensary. I'm in Middletown. In the beginning, right. right, right, right. So not only that, but it was like like you said, Frank. It was much more expensive. Yeah, at the same was, yeah. time, I'm like, why am I driving all the way to Hartford? Where my normal weed guy would literally bring it to my house. Bring it right to your door for half the price. Yeah, my weed guy would come right to the house, no problem. Like, why am I going to go away to Hartford for that? I mean, granted, yes, tested, you know, you know you're getting, you know what you're getting. But, like, for someone like me who's had the same guy for, like, you know, dozen years, it seemed almost like I was throwing more money out than I was, you know, enjoying it, personally. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you got a good, reliable person and you trust them, then stick with it. But the other thing, the other side of the coin is if you have that medical marijuana card in your pocket and you get pulled over mm. and you have weed on you. Yeah, you're good. They'll let you go. Yeah, you're good. It is great yeah, just to have good. that security of being good. It doesn't really matter where your weed came from. This is true. Right. This is you know, true also. You can't get fucked so with that. And now there's money more dispensaries now we have 16 right which it's it's changed completely but Is it's also gone around where we are now i think meriden has one now meriden or they're mm-hmm. going to be meriden open one. yeah see meriden's a hop skip and a jump from here from here yeah that would have been way more convenient yeah, they they're a good dispensary problem i'm finding right now is there's not a great selection 
Um, I don't know if it's just because people are stocking up, but I found that my dispensary here didn't have the same selection they used to a month ago, you know. It was definitely less. Oh, I'm sure everyone's bulking up. I mean, have you guys seen an increase of sales because everyone's bulking up on things like weed? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dispensaries, everything's bulk. Everyone's yeah, bulking I mean, up I'm on sure everything. everyone's getting the maximum they can. Yeah. And just a lot of people are going in there and just picking up their whole yeah. amount for the whole month. Well, that makes and sense. Being a professional smoker like yourself, I got to ask you now because I know, mm-hmm. I know I'm wondering. And the world's probably wondering, what? Is your favorite strain? Sour Diesel. Oh, yes, my man. Yo, Sour Diesel is exactly what I would have said. I'm telling you right now, that is the best. I love Sour Diesel Gorilla Glue, like my top two. Yeah. Yeah. Sour Diesel GG. They come from the same family. They're really good strains. A lot of people don't because they're a little bit too much sativa, but for me, uh, that's the perfect strain. Or Blue Dream. I like Blue, Blue Dream, Dream a lot myself. Too. Yeah, I like Blue Dream. I haven't had Blue Dream in so in long. long time. Yeah. I feel like it's been years since anybody's been like, oh, I got Blue Dream. That was a popular one. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, like On 2015. Street, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. See? They still grow Blue Dream at the dispensaries. Um, Every now and then you can get it. They always have it in concentrate form. Um, I'm not going to say it's the same blue dream as what you would get from, let's say, a recreational person, but it it, it does a trick. Let's put it that way. Yep, definitely. And I want the listeners to know if they want to call in and they got questions about joining the medical marijuana program in Connecticut or any kind of questions about uh, cannabis, Joe's the man calling 860-384-7110. The phone lines are open. Joe, I mean, so you have a marijuana clinic now. Uh, you you. Mm-hmm. You're offering uh, a, a way for uh, patients to get their cards and whatnot and be involved in a program. But you also are running uh, what I was called uh, the Go-Go Joe's Emporium. Oh, yeah, that's in the front of the clinic. So the way we have it set up is it's an event space. So we do the clinics on Friday, but all the other days we have Go-Go Joe's Emporium up front where we serve CBD-infused coffee. Wow. CBD infused oh, yeah. tea. Yep. We have edibles, sodas. It's pretty much like a little lifestyle place. And then we do events like meditation events. We do cannabis classes. We do all kinds of other things, paint and sip, paint and toke, all kinds of stuff. But now we're closed. I can't do anything right now. That's insane. So it, yeah. And where is this located it again? It's called The Grove. It's on. It's in Bridgeport Avenue in Milford. It's right next door to a store called Bohemian High. Convenient. (laughs) I don't know. What do they do there? (laughs) What do you think they sell there? So you got the head shop right next door. They sell all the seed products, like the medicinal products. And then they also sell, like, hippie clothing and stuff. And then right next door, we got the medical marijuana clinics and the event space. So it's a nice little combo. They 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 definitely complement each other well, and uh, we're actually up together. 
Oh. So it's a nice it's a it's a nice thing it's, we got yeah, going. Great location, right now, not- yeah. I mean that's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. You know, I feel like, like I gotta get down there and yeah. get a get a, in there, a little paint and toe. Oh, yeah. paint and toe. Oh, oh, I want to paint and toe. Yeah, and there. You get your bowls, your bombs, your happy yeah. clothes. Perfect. Then. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Perfect. One stop. Yeah. Show. As a matter of fact, my co-host Lou is supposed to check in. I know he's slacking. Uh, I sent him the link. Hopefully he will. Um, but he is a hemp farmer. Here in Connecticut, and that I work with him also. He has a farm called Wepa Hemp Farms. Is that where you get your and, CBD uh, for your products? Yes, I get all my mm. CBD from him. It's all grown here in Connecticut. It's I all like processed it. in Connecticut. Local the coffee is gro- is roasted here in Connecticut, and you know I always use local. I'm a big believer in supporting the local industry. Right. This guy's bringing you farm to table um, weed. <laughs> yeah, and there's only 120 hemp farmers here in Connecticut. People don't know that. Um, and they're putting out a lot of good CBD products. So, you know, I decided to work with Lou. Obviously, I've known him for a long time. And, uh, you know, I, I like what he's doing over there. He's He's got a nice hemp farm up there in Shelton. Uh, they also have produce up there. They got cows. They do meat. They do got a butcher shop. So he's really got a good little operation going up there. So out of so all the like growers to- in Connecticut, who is your favorite? No, obviously I'm going to say Lou. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> Listen, I, don't, I mean, for like the medical, we speaking of Lou, I think Lou's, Lou's in, Lou's in the room, but he's sideways. Lou, you got to turn there your phone, is. bro. You got to turn your phone. <laughs> there he is. Turn your just phone. Asked who my favorite hemp farmer was in Connecticut, Lou. Lou, you got to spin your phone, bro. Like a, like a forty five degrees or something. The other way, other way. You know, you're upside down. There you go. Nope. There keep you going. Go. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> now we're in trouble. Up there he is. Yeah, but he's sideways. Oh Now you're upside down. Oh my God. Oh, now we're in trouble. Do a one eighty full flip. Do a full flip. There it oh, is. No, you're, you're sideways again. Come on, you're almost there. If you keep turning in that direction, you'll be good. Another 90 degrees. <laughs> Come Another on, brother. Degrees. You know something, brother. <laughs> I don't like dig that. it. No, 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 it's all over. <laughs> I think I think we're just going to have to just do it. We're all straight. No, you're sideways. You're not straight, bro. You're crooked as hell. You feel not normal on my screen. Oh, he's definitely not on the yeah, full but it screen. it has to be flipped one time. Just one time. To the right. <laughs> to the right. Just flip your wrist to the right one time. Pick up the phone. Flip your wrist one time. Keep going. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Flip that's the right it. direction. Almost there. You're almost there. Flip it one time. That's, one time. yeah, that's there pretty much. All right. Hey, there it is. Oh, all right. There he is. All right. All right. You're straight now, but you're still bent. Lou the hemp farmer. We got this deputy director of normal. We got a hemp farmer on the line. We're getting bent. Talk about the 420 edition. I love it. it. We're getting bent. No, we're already bent. We just want the whole blood of Godfather OG. What do you got rolling, Lou? I am smoking. So my favorite strain is pineapple mimosa. Uh, It's one of my favorite strains because it won the Rhode Island High Times Cannabis Cup. Um, I was, I ran like, I ran, I ran like 20 clones of this and it was the same strain that won the cup and it grows amazing and it smokes well. And, um, pineapple mimosa. Yeah. So it's always fun to enjoy those favorite strains that you enjoy. And, um, but 
we grow a lot of hemp as well. And we have, we're a fully integrated CBD company. I'm a medical marijuana patient. I actually use Joe's clinic for my medical marijuana certification. So there if you do have any issues or anything, get, you know, go check out the Grove and uh, the Milford office there. Um, other than that, I taught some classes for Joe's education course, and I'm a co-host on his radio show every week. That's awesome, and it's awesome. I'm glad you joined in because I was just about asked to ask Joe a question that I'm dying to know about. Because our yeah. mutual friend, Dr. Kevin Reese, was talking to me about you. And okay. he had mentioned that you are not only a fan of pro wrestling, but <laughs> but but you have ties into the business. Is this right? Do I have this information correct? Because I saw pictures of you with Wait, Roddy Piper. I heard that you were friends with Big Dick Johnson. Oh, <laughs> I can verify wow. all this for you. And then now that I got my <laughs> wrestling professional guru, the Scott here, I need to know how the hell you went from cannabis enthusiast to being in wrestling. No, it was the other way around. Oh, you started in wrestling? wrestling first. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Joe loves wrestling. I yeah, I mean, we went to Raw. <laughs> Joe, how did you get involved in the wrestling well, business? And what was your, what was your role? Because right? I'm a wrestler I myself. I in California in the 90s, okay, before I moved back there again in 2009. I... I uh, I actually hooked up with a company out there called XPW. Have you ever heard of them? Yes, absolutely. I know XPW Scott, out of California. You know it's extreme pro wrestling, right? Yeah. 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 So I yeah. worked with them. I did some interviews with their, uh, their, their talent. I did some promotional stuff with them at a club I was promoting. Um, Cause I was a club all. promoter back then. That was what I did. I was a club promoter. Okay. And, and a record, uh record promoter. So I brought them in. I started working for them part-time, helping them out. And I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. It was a really crazy time because I don't know if you know about that company, but they were attached to a porn company. What? And wow, yeah, I have no knowledge. Yeah, they they get porn? Joe, keep going. Scott, keep going. Scott, yeah, yeah, right? here we go. I'm going to tell you the story. Like, Wrestling and porn. It was Rob Black. It's like coming he owned uh, Vivid Entertainment or Extreme Video, I'm sure you heard of them. They were vivid really videos. Oh, yeah, Vivid Videos, of course. Vivid Videos. Everyone knows about Double Vs. I feel like I've seen a documentary on this somewhere. Yes, there was a documentary on it. Oh, right. shit. So I've seen it. Seen it. <laughs> we need to roll another joint. St. Clown Posse's tied in here somewhere, aren't they? Part of Yes, yes. Okay. They were involved with that. Wow. Oh, this is a hell of a story. You'd go to have meetings with Rob Black, right? But you'd have him in the porno offices, which were also the porno studios. So, <laughs> you can imagine some of the things that I got to see. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. People. Did you ever get to participate in any of these movies? <laughs> no, I didn't really want to once That's I right. saw the people. Hey, Rob, guess <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not just joking. I'll be honest guy. With you, when you see a porn being shot, it kind of changes your perspective. On so, are you friends with Big Dick Johnson, or is that just what your porn name was in California? <laughs> <laughs> no, Big Dick Johnson, I met out here. So what happened was after I left California, XPW was a lot of fun, but eventually they closed. They got in a lot of trouble. Rob Black got in a lot of trouble for distributing porn over state lines and stuff. So they ended up That's closing. A thing? 
came back to Connecticut. You can't cross and your videos I over lines. I wanted to get in the industry. And I started working for a wrestling school in Milford. Which one? And uh, at the time, I was working for Connecticut School of Broadcasting. I went there also. And you did? Yeah, I went, I'm a graduate of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Right. was there. And 07 to 08, <laughs> that was my, my year there. Um, what oh, wrestling okay. so school did you work with in Milford? You worked where? No, which wrestling school were you part of in Milford? Oh, it was called the NAWF. NAWF. Scott, does that ring a um, bell? Uh, honestly, doesn't. But anyway, yeah, they were a small company, but what it did was gave me the intro into the business. Eventually, I ended up starting my own company. It was what? called Connecticut Championship Wrestling. Uh, we promoted a ton of shows. Yeah, you could look it up on the internet. Wow. We had a little... CCW. Yeah, we, championship yeah we promoted tons. We had tons of shows. We used to do them every month. I, I My first champion was like Matt Stryker. Okay. I booked you, Snooka, Brutus Beefcake, Paul Orndorff, Paul Roma was my commissioner. <laughs> Paul Roma, wow. of course. Now I'm not working with NEW, or not NEW, uh, PAPW, yeah, sorry. PAPW. Right. So, and Big Dick Johnson was a student at Connecticut School of Broadcasting. So, Big Dick Johnson started out his, believe it or not, with Connecticut Championship Wrestling. And he was an interviewer, and he used to interview the talent for me. Uh, after he graduated, we helped him get a job over there, and he became Big Dick Johnson. That was it. <laughs> he took it from there, man. He got on the writing team. He started out as an intern over there. Got on the writing team and obviously being friends and, and, you know, I was able, he used to get me backstage. I was actually on raw once. Wow. Really? Um, oh yeah. I was on a raw with DX and in, in like a barbecue segment. They did. <laughs> oh shit. Sick. Oh, well, yeah, he got me in WrestleMania. I got into backstage parties. Like you said, Roddy, Roddy Piper, all those different guys. I've met them all. It's, 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 wow. it was fun. It was fun. So you partied with these guys, huh? That's What's that? Sick. You've been able to party with these guys. You have any like a uh, crazy story of anyone that stands out? I party with Sid. <laughs> I party with Abyss. Jimmy Snuka was so freaking out of it. I mean, all he did was drink and smoke weed before he went out there and did his. <laughs> wow, that's great. That's why all he did was the life. Jake the Snake was freaking crazy. Well, we all know that. Where he could get some dope. I said, all I have is weed. He goes, weed is for pussies. I want. Oh, wow. Whoa. Jesus. Snake. Who said that? Jake. Jake the Snake. I mean, yeah, he was. For that hard stuff. Oh, my God, yo. Jake the Snake's going in backstage. You know, he probably yeah, walks he, in. He was- he'd be like, hey, you want some weed? And he'd be like, weed. Yeah. Fucking bullshit! I mean, we're talking, we're talking pre DDP yoga, uh, Jake the Snake That's here, right, right? Of course, <laughs> yes, right. that guy, right? See, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. But I ended up. What happened was, I ended up moving out to California in 2009. So um, I actually merged my company with NEW. You've heard of them, of course. Yep. Oh, yeah, wrestling. And a lot of the guys that used to work for me work for him now. Joe, I like remember Brian you Anthony, from. Uh... He was my champ. 
Joe, I remember you from Power and Glory Wrestling. I think that's when I first saw you. Yeah, BGW. Be a... That's yeah. one that came out. Then you want to merge with anybody. Wow, you finally connect the pieces. Oh, I yeah. might as well just turn my mic off and sit back. Forget it. No, Stop. I was uh, I was one of the. Uh, I guess you called us the traveling Adonises. Uh, one of the Kurt Adonis fans uh, that used to come to all the. Oh, shows. really? Yeah, but you were a ring announcer there in PGW, right? Fucking Scott. Yes, I was the ring announcer and the promoter, just like Vince was. <laughs> wow. no, doing it all. Doing. All. I, love, I love commentary. I love. Yes, I love hearing the story about you, man. What's that? I love hearing the story about you, Joe. Joe is Joe the activist, Joe the weed guy. I know he loves wrestling, and he does an awesome bunch of awesome things. But I, I, I want to hear more of these stories. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I've heard the stories about the music business, dude. I, dude, Joe, I think we're gonna have to have you on again for a second. You know, right. for a follow-up interview. Well, another one. It's four twenty all month. So. It's four twenty. So uh, I it's mean, we would love to have month. you back on I because sweet with Julio. That list of list. Oh my god! You, should we just let it keep going? I mean, you want to keep rolling with this? I can keep rolling with this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Scott's probably gonna be upset though if he doesn't get a no salad. <laughs> Listen, that's all right. When I get home, I'm going to look at this uh, DX barbecue segment because I think I know the date of it and I'm going to find it. You smoked <laughs> weed with Coolio? I'll be in there. You got to look hard, but I'm there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you smoked weed with Coolio. We got to get Coolio yes. on the show. Dude, I smoked I know. weed with Sid and Abyss, a bunch of wrestlers too. But We got to get him on the show. We got to put him on our target. I want to have him on just to talk about the music business now. <laughs> we talked cannabis. We talked wrestling. I'll tell you some stories about the music business. (laughs) Everything you ever heard about it is true. (laughs) That's a good start. (laughs) That's all I'm going to tell you. That's a good start. All the nasty stories you hear, they're all true. Listen. That's the reason I got out of it and went into wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Now he works in the weed business. That's right. I mean, it's quite, quite the jump you've made. You got quite the story, man. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Joe, I definitely, definitely need to have you on again. We got to talk more. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you guys. We'd like to have you on our show. Oh, absolutely. Just give me a call. You got my number. Mondays, I'll send you a link. We just do a Zoom meeting. You yeah. can just pop right in. Boom. And come in, in and chat with us if you want. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. I love it, guys. Make sure you catch up the Grove and Milford to get and all I your- think you can have Lou on, too. Yeah, by himself sometimes. That's right. Well, Lou's no, already no, smoking. I'm having more fun with you. We've, we've been doing this. <laughs> He's been smoking pineapple mimosas. Pineapple mimosas, yo. Hang out with you, brother. Thank you. Thank yeah, you guys for coming day, on the I'm show. I'm glad you guys had me on. It's, you know, during this quarantine, it's been not easy. I got to tell you, it's been real tough. Um, And, you know, to go out and do these shows and spread the word uh, is very important. So I really appreciate you guys having me on, having Lou on, and and what you're doing and keeping this going. And we'd like to have you on our show so we can keep it going. And maybe we can just pop up and do a big, giant sesh on 420. Well, listen, that would be, that would be sick. Set. That would be sick, definitely. We're about it. We're about we'll it, definitely. in touch for sure. Yeah, thank you for coming on, guys. We appreciate having you on. Make sure you check out Cannabis Corner to hear more from Joe Lou. And uh, when we come back, we're going to do a little no selling with the sky as a way to segment because we just talked a whole lot of wrestling at the end of that. Yeah. And the phone lines are open, so make sure you call in right here on the 2B Blunt Podcast. 
Whether you're looking for laughs. Now he's throwing chairs. And he's saying elbow shots, but after throwing them, he's like, uh, fuck you, Marco Scott. <laughs> looking for surprises. Sports.com, Alex Jones here with no dinner globalist and prominent cannabis enthusiast. Wait a second. Or simply looking to get lit with some of your friends. Ooh, let's get ready to smoke it. Then tune in to 2B Blunt with Peasy Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Live on Facebook and 2BBluntPodcast.com. Stock up on TP. Cause we're the shit. It's to be blood with PZ. And now, bringing you the best and worst of pro wrestling today. The smartest mark in the building. He is the Scott. Yes, sir. The Scott's back with another edition of No Selling the Scott. So excuse me, because I gotta crack another one for this. Oh, me too. I'm all gonna right. crack one with you, Scott. Let's give it all hell, yeah! And let's go, baby. Not over the board though. Over to the side. I don't trust you. By the time this guy's done four, I'm gonna with this beer. The- all right. I'll drink out of the can while I wait for that foam to settle. All right. So we got we got no beginning of MLB season, right? We didn't get a final four this past weekend. But you know who did deliver this weekend? Vinny Mac. Vince McMahon, right? That's right. He delivered us a WrestleMania during a pandemic, okay? <laughs> now we know Edge and Orton, they have different versions of grit, right? But Vinny Mac's got more grit than both of them put together. Oh! Because wow. he, he gave us he gave us some entertainment, some sports entertainment during this pandemic, and it was two nights because it was too big for just one night. So let's talk about it. What was lit? And I gotta say it, guys, I thought WrestleMania was lit. Now, it's up to you. I guess a lot of people we lowered our expectations, right? We were like, oh, WrestleMania is gonna suck. So depending on where your expectations were for WrestleMania, I thought they delivered. And there were specific matches in general that definitely did deliver for us. And they were kind of out of the box. They weren't your traditional wrestling match. They were more like, I'd like to call them a movie match. So The movie match? Yes, the movie <laughs> matches. So, like, WrestleMania this year uh, was supposed to be in Tampa. It was in the Performance Center. Next year, it's in Hollywood. But if you tell me something, they did Hollywood a year early, if you ask me. All right? <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. I love it. There were a lot of matches. There were, there were 16 matches. Wait, no, 18 with the pre-show. Wait, do we count the movie matches? Do those count as matches? I mean, that would say uh, so, yeah, Scott. That, those were, like, the highlights of WrestleMania. Right. So, but then there's the 24-7 title changes. Oh, and then Big Show and Drew McIntyre. Was that at Mania or was that at Raw? Was that a dark match? I don't fucking know. But anyway, there was a lot of matches. But anyway... Spreading it across two nights helped uh, ease all that for us, I think. So, night one standouts I got to talk about. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, right? That was a match I've talked about before. They weren't on this list. I think they were on the shit list because I was getting tired of seeing them every week. The shit list. And I think this was the blow-off, hopefully. But they had a solid match. I was very uh, disappointed, though, when I heard uh, Ring the Bell, Rollins is disqualified, and I was like, they can't do this at WrestleMania. I was like, there has not been a disqualification at WrestleMania since Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler, okay? <laughs> is this a fact? And, uh, you can look it up. I'm I pretty, might have I'm to check sure. it. I might have to wow. check it. So That's a long time. I only did like 30-second research on that, so if I, uh, if I uh, spend all night about it, maybe I can find something else. But anyway, so... Uh, 
but it was a DQ swerve. So um, the match continued, no holes barred. We saw a big spot where Kevin uh, Owens jumped off the WrestleMania sign uh, onto Seth Rollins. And uh, I was trying to figure out how the hell did they get that sign inside the Performance Center? That's a really good question, actually. <laughs> like, I don't get it. They probably built it piece by piece. I mean, uh, yeah, unless if it's like eight different pieces yeah. or something like the SmackDown Fist that was brought in later for the Firefly Funhouse. But we'll get I mean, to that. maybe it was. So another night one standout. We had uh, Braun Strowman and Goldberg, right? Braun Strowman, the surprise challenger for the Universal Championship, was originally supposed to be Roman Reigns. Last second, changed to Braun Strowman, who uh, recently this week, he said in an interview that he, uh, about 24 hours before, he got notified uh, that he was going to be in the match. They were like, listen, uh, changes have taken place. Uh, We need you here. Uh, He was actually... He decided, I guess he said he owns property uh, somewhere out like Midwest. Uh, I forget where it was, but he Iowa, was. Iowa, Idaho. Somewhere yeah. like that. So he was driving out there and he gets a call and he was like almost there and they were like, um, yeah, where are you at? We're going to send a jet to you, be on it, 9 p.m., and we're going to take you back to Orlando. And sure enough, yeah. And then he was. He was Is that really there. the story? That's, yeah. what, that's from yeah, his I mouth. Yeah, I yeah. saw that on the internet as well. Um, wow. Do you I know if that know was that. lit, the title change? You know what, honestly, like, I mean, it's 2020. Like, why have Goldberg still with the title? Like, why even give him the title in the first place? Exactly. And you heard all the rumors so, today and yesterday about him having all this blowback backstage after WrestleMania. Goldberg? Yeah. Uh, those reports seem to always surface about Goldberg, but I don't know. Um, but surprise new Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. Uh, less than 10 moves, I'd say, in that entire match. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, oh, and, it was so short. And out of short. those 10 moves, a lot of them were multiples. Um, but Braun finally got the big one after a very stop-and-go career. It looked like a couple years ago he had the rocket ship attached to him, but uh, never seemed to uh, you know get to the top of the mountain or, as we like to say, uh, reach that brass ring, brother. Then it never did, and then all of a sudden they gave it to him so fucking randomly, bro, that I yeah. can't even get behind it. it was, I mean, he just won the Intercontinental title, uh, what, uh, two months ago? And now he's the... Uh, the Universal Champ. Good so for him, man. He deserves it. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, great to see where it goes after this. We'll see what happens. But, but it's uh, funny that he got that title after being in the same room as you in the Corona room at the beginning. Oh of the my Corona God, that's right. Pandemic. Yeah. He was in was the, the Corona. WrestleMania pandemic, and here he is, Braun Strowman champion. That the is, Corona that, room. Know, maybe the Scott had something to do with. Maybe. It. I mean, we were in the Corona room. At the you are right. Of the pandemic. At, literally, it was probably the last yeah. convention. That probably happened. happened. It was it was on a Saturday, and then that following Wednesday is when uh, President Shit Trump the fan. banned all travel, and then everything, every autograph signing that like is in existence <laughs> got canceled after that. So, so that uh, proves, man, you could get the go to the Corona, fight out, and come to the top of the mountain and hold that <laughs> championship up high. <laughs> And get these hands. <laughs> oh my god! I know that, but it was so well, random, bro. Yeah, like no build up, no nothing. This is what we did. But anyway, so the other big thing that came out of night one, and of course I got to save this for last, is the boneyard match. Okay, Ooh. we went into this. I didn't even know what a boneyard match was. Thought maybe buried alive, which it kind of was, but it was completely different. It wasn't done in a ring. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say the production was epic. Okay, it was a fucking movie. And it was great. I loved every second of it. Loved it, man. It was great. It was, it was um, so it was good. Sick. Deserves an Oscar. Oh, yeah. Everything different than what we're used to seeing. And if you're a lifelong wrestling fan like me, like you guys here, like 
it was absolutely great. It's great to see something different, and it's great to see something different that is also awesome. Um, for a match that didn't have a Styles Clash, that didn't have, you know, Undertaker do walk those ropes and do old school, no phenom phenomenal forearms were in here, okay? That match still fucking delivered, okay? On every level. Um, every level. It was so good. The intros were fire. Him coming the in a motorcycle to Metallica. The AJ yeah. Styles coming in the laughing. Ooh, that was it, bro. Just, it was so good, man. The zoom in on the boots with the fog and the smoke. It was just... They really slayed yeah. the production on that shit. And he came out to Metallica. They already uh, edited it on Raw when they were doing highlights, though. The Metallica song was out, but... You got to pay for that. Yeah, that's right, right? So, um, but with, <laughs> with that setup in that environment, they could do no wrong. And, I mean, it... it um, you know, it helps Undertaker. It, it hides all his weaknesses, obviously, at his age. Uh, he looked like he could still go in there, uh, and it was awesome. And who Dude. knows? Maybe we could see more Boneyard matches in the future. Dude, all I got to say is that scene where AJ Styles thought he had the match one and had Undertaker in the grave and it gets Dude. on the tractor. It just appears behind and the light away. comes out behind and there's Taker standing there all fucking badass ready so to go. Bro, that shit was amazing. so fucking fire. And the fire. music that they had with it too was just absolutely incredible. My oh, favorite, the background music? My favorite oh, yeah. part is when everyone surrounded him and it looked like he was fucked. And he just the druids, yeah. yeah the and he's like, "All right, we gonna do this. Let's yeah, do this." Yeah, that was my favorite part. And like, I that was like some John Wick slash Undertaker <laughs> shit. John just Wick. fucking laid everyone out. I love the fact that we got like um, a lot of fans have been clamoring for years and years and years. We we did it for years when Undertaker was the American badass, and we said, "Oh, when's the Dead Man coming back?" And then he came back, and now everybody's like, "When are we gonna see American badass again?" And I think that's the closest you're gonna get. But that was fucking badass, no pun intended. Ah, pun intended. Fuck it, bro. Um, I mean, that was I was satisfied with that. You know? Just the the narrating, the narration between the two of them while they're fighting was just incredible too. So just good talking shit. See my wife's name again, AJ. What's her <laughs> name? What's her name? I'm old now. How huh? say I'm old? It was just like fucking great. It was absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, who knows? Maybe down the line we might see more more, bar bo ugh, more boneyard matches, and maybe that Undertaker Sting match that everybody's been clamoring for for the last like twenty years. It could happen if it's a Boneyard match. It'll protect both guys. So it'd be amazing just to see it if we, at the end of the day, if we get nothing out of Undertaker and Sting, maybe we get a Boneyard match. But uh, the joke going around the weekend, though, was that um, this segment was uh, produced, helped produced by Jeremy Borash. He was there. So the joke going around was AJ Styles main eventing WrestleMania in Orlando in a Jeremy Borash-produced match. Looks like TNA got the victory here. <laughs> Less than they might have. In front of nobody. In front of nobody. But uh, with with the, you know, no selling, right? We That was a lot of lit. And that was just night one of WrestleMania. But I got to talk about some shits about WrestleMania. That kind of sucks. So the lack of crowd noise, right? We knew it was going to happen. There wasn't going to be any crowd uh, noise. Sorry, Scott. Someone's calling in. Oh, uh, we're calling in right now? Maybe someone's trying to stump you. They didn't like me talking about the shits. <laughs> 2 B Blood Podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling stump from? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Carmel from Connecticut there. This is Mike from the Top Rope Report podcast. How we doing? Hey, how's it going, Mike? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Not, not much. I just want to talk to you guys what you think about WrestleMania. Well, Scott's telling you all about it right that's, now. That's what we're talking about right now. So uh, I, just I, just, I, just, I just tuned in. Just so. tuned in? So I was actually just yeah. about to get into uh, the stuff I didn't like. Before I was, I was just talking about night one and the great things I liked. Obviously, the boneyard match was boneyard absolutely match awesome. Stole the show. Stole the show. Oh, yeah, let let me great. ask you though, what did you think about the boneyard match? 
Uh, well, if I went, if I talked about everything that I didn't like about WrestleMania, I'd probably be talking for two hours. Um, the so first, you, you must the not, first night. Oh, sorry, you must have not lowered God. your expectations, though. Then, huh? I mean, a lot of people lowered nah, their expectations I mean, for WrestleMania. I mean, it was okay without a crowd. I can't get into it without the crowd, bro. The only match I, I nah, could get into I. was the uh, the Undertaker match, and, and then, then the, 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 the Fiend the, Firefly. The, fi- the Firefly Funhouse was great. And, and then, also, the last man standing was phenomenal as well. Yeah, but that was the it. last man standing match was amazing. I, that's got to be that's got to be in the running for match of the year. So I thought it was great. Do you think was, it went, do you think it went too long at all? Though I mean, they they had they had some time in that match. Not at all, dude. I was so captivated in that match because that's pretty much the only thing I wanted to watch. I mean, I tried to watch the other shit. I couldn't get into it. So when there was finally yeah, that was something that, was, that right, fully something. captivated my attention from beginning to end. I was. All in, and I was like, "Damn!" How, um, uh, how often are you guys on? Every Thursday, Every six Thursday, p.m. Eastern yeah. time, live. Every Thursday, six p.m. Eastern. Yep. All right, great. You guys can listen to my podcast every Sunday, ten a.m. on TalkShoe.com. On what's that? <laughs> Said wake and bake on a Sunday morning. Yeah, TalkShoe.com. We're on Anchor. We're on sixteen forty PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio. Uh, you guys uh, tune in. It was great talking to you, and uh, uh, enjoyed enjoyed the conversation. Thank you. All right, have a good one. Later. <laughs> all right, appreciate the call. Now we're gonna get back into the shits. All right, so the things that were wrong with WrestleMania. So the lack of crowd noise. It kind of it kind of it, it was shown watching WrestleMania more so than I noticed on the no crowds for the Raws and the SmackDowns. Right, but. Um, on night two, that Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley match, okay, sounded like if you were watching a porn in the other room, okay? <laughs> now, on night one, PZ orchestrated a, uh, a Zoom call for That's all of right, us. Zoom call. If you would have did party. the Zoom call on a night two, because I know PZ wasn't watching WrestleMania. He was he was just doing his Zoom call. If you would have did it on the second night, you would have been like, Scott, what are you, guys, what are you doing over there? You watching porn? Like, Dude. that's what you would have asked me. <laughs> Um, because all those groans and everything that Charlotte and Ripley were making, like that's what it sounded like. Um, but that's that's what the, the crowd takes out of it for you. Um, every match had grunts. There's a lot of wheezing. You could hear them. And what was weird is the replays. When they ever they showed a replay of something, you could hear Michael Cole's commentary in the replay. So you'd actually hear him all over again. Um, listen, which was interesting. Listen, Scott. All right. First off, before you start talking shit about the audio production. We're in a quarantine, all right? Doing this shit digital is the only way to do shit. Yeah. You're going to run into problems. I mean, just look at our show from tonight. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, the connections, right. but this That's is it. everywhere. All the radio shows yeah, are doing these. This shit was all pre-taped. Well, somebody was texting. Pre-taped. I mean, you're right. They could have edited pre-taped. that shit out. You're right. pre-taped. Well, somebody's fucking lazy then. All right. Well, somebody I was texting said they didn't hear all, all the, the whatever we heard tonight for the uh, technical difficulties. But anyway. Uh, but I get it. I get it. So, anyway. I gotta get back to what's lit. So I'm gonna talk about WrestleMania Night 2. That's right. WrestleMania lit is too big for one portion of No Selling of the Scott. Just like WrestleMania was too big for one night. So I gotta break it up into two segments here. So let's talk about Night 2 of WrestleMania. Yes, Edge and Orton. We were just touched on it briefly. Went long, but damn it, I was so happy to see Edge come back, right? After nine year absence, um, they ended up using the entire performance center in that match, uh, used it to their advantage. 
I think I could have went without the uh, segment in, in the gym oh, or that man. portion of the match. You're one of the dudes that's complaining about this. But it just it went to your head. Like, the first thing you thought about no. was Benoit. It only why went to the Scots yeah, head. Why do you have to associate that with that? All right. I mean, Listen, mm-hmm. I, I, it, if you were, like, tied up in a wrestling match, you would use that as your advantage. I mean, dudes tie each other all the, up all the time back in the day. What's the big thing? I'm sorry, so bad. That's the first thing you think of. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to the Firefly Funhouse, okay? Yowie wowie, okay? This was the movie match, all right? Um, but let me tell you, when I watched this match, I felt like I was in the 2B Blunt Studios, all right? Because I thought I was high watching this, okay? Dude, but it was absolutely amazing. I was If high. you didn't like the Firefly Funhouse, you either A, haven't been watching WWE very long, or B, you didn't open your mind enough to think like you would watching an actual movie, okay? This could have been far worse in front of a crowd, uh, it, the way they did it was just absolutely amazing. Bray speaks the truth about how Cena's a bully. He's done it in the past. He's done it on Twitter. He's blasted Lance Archer about his tramp stamp tattoos. He's blasted on Raw Dolph Ziggler about having a body like a 12-year-old girl. He's blasted Roman Reigns for violating the wellness policy. And Bray brought that all out about how Cena's such a bully. And I love the lines he did. He brought out the Nikki Bella line, you can look but you can't touch to Cena when he kept ducking his slaps. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> and, I mean, I marked out hardcore when the Vince Puppet said, this is such good shit. Okay? Right. That was absolutely amazing. I can't believe they did that. And now there's a t-shirt. Such good shit t-shirt. That's why but definitely Vince. At the end of it, it was oh, the yeah. six years ago, most overhyped, most overprivileged, overvalued WWE superstar. And you thought he was talking about Bray the whole time, but he wasn't. He was talking about himself. And when you figure it all out at the end of that match, it's like mind fucking blown. Okay. Um, anyway, after that, Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre had his big moment. Okay. He defeated uh, Brock Lesnar. Okay. He had his, uh, his, he had his big match. Uh, he, oh my god, I'm looking in front at of nobody. I'm trying to find my notes in front of nobody. He did it, and uh, but then, guys, <laughs> fucked them up. Then, no, you're fine. <laughs> I'm gonna get into the shits now, cause then after the match, he has his moment, and and Big Show comes out. The fucking Big Show, the guy that's only had like one match all year at the beginning of the year on Monday Night Raw. His Netflix why show would he come out? Because his Netflix show is premiering. I guess so, but like, why would Big Show come out? Why would Drew come back out in front of the audience or in front of the, <laughs> the lack audience. of the audience to nobody? Why would he come back out? Was seven foot tall Big Show fucking hiding backstage in fr- and with a skeleton crew and nobody saw him? All right, and then he had a ref like he was bringing him out for like the twenty four seven title <laughs> and doing it with the WWE Championship. Um, the only good part about Raw was uh, Bianca Belair debuted, but god damn it, we had three fucking matches out of one fucking match with everything that went on with oh, the yeah. Street Profits yeah. and Zelina Vegas crew. That's um, right. And then combine them both. Yeah. What a mess. That's all they had. So anyway, so no selling with the Scott. Uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs> and uh, we'll, see, back. we'll see when this post-pandemic wrestling world continues. The Tune in next thing, week. Things that were lit, though, you forgot were probably NXT, the Gargano, Chapa. Yeah, uh, no, I Chris wanted Jericho, to get in that, yeah. but Peasy's over here counting me down. The Jericho no, I'll save it for next week. was money, too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, had that, I had that in my notes. Best thing we'll, that happened. We'll be right day. back. With Hazy, Instagram influencer, to tell us what her favorite recommended glasses are for you to smoke your lot out of right here on the 2B Blood Podcast. Yeah, really. Right now, you're tuned in to the 2B Blood, the realest podcast in the world. How you doing?
it's one of those days when you don't want to wake up Everything is fucked, army sending trucks You don't really know why, but anyone that coughs try Ripping someone's head off, no human contact And if you interact, that corona your contract Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker Keep six feet away I'm tired of the stay home, stay safe bullshit I'm thinking better quit, coughing up shit Or you'll be leaving with that COVID I'm tired of the stay home, stay safe bullshit I think I better quit, coughing up shit It's just one of those days Drink a bunch of champagne Two meters all day, now blow cocaine Damn right I'm a maniac You better watch your back, cause I smoked up all this loud pack You acting stuck up, you just lucked up Next in line to get fucked up Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker Keep six feet away I'm tired of the stay home, stay safe bullshit I think I better quit, coughing up shit or you'll be leaving with the COVID I'm trying to stay home, stay safe, bullshit I think you better quit Coughing up shit, punk And getting COVID You feel like shit My suggestion Is to keep your distance Cause right now you're contagious We've all felt like shit But I ain't playing that shit Cause all you motherfuckers You wanna step up Hope you know I packed the lights off I spray your ass dog. And then my day keeps going this way and this might get this shit tonight. I pick the lights off. I spray your ass dog. And then my day keeps going this way and this might get this shit tonight. I pick the lights off. I spray your ass dog. And then my day keeps going this way and this might get this fucking shit tonight. Give me something to spray. Give me something to spray Just give me something to spray About your fucking face Hope you know I packed the Lysol The Lysol The motherfucking Lysol So come and get it I'm tired of the stay home, stay safe bullshit I think you better quit coughing up shit I can't believe it with that COVID I'm tired of the stay home, stay safe bullshit I think you better quit Coughing up shit, punk And get COVID Grab your weed <laughs> It's time to roll up It's to be blunt With Peasy To be blunt podcast We are back And joining us right here Instagram influencer, cannabis enthusiast, Hazy, right from Instagram. What is going on, Hazy? Hey, 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 what's up? Glad you could join us tonight. Another Thursday night here. We're smoking a joint. I hope you're high, too, because that's the only way we roll this show. Absolutely. The only way you could do it these days. Absolutely. And we're going to go through a bunch of your favorite smoking glass pieces, correct? For sure. Hazy's known for reviewing cannabis and cannabis uh, devices and all kinds of anything related cannabis. Pretty much on Instagram, she is known as the Stone Billy Mays, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hazy, why don't you go through and tell our listeners what they should be using right now for smoking cannabis? All right. Well, right here we have some of the Vitae. I've been using a lot of the Vitae as far as the glass bongs. Um, they also work really good with uh, electric connects, things like that, G-pens. 
Um, I do like daily high club pieces just because they're so original. There's different Can ones. Can I tell you, I'm a subscriber of the Daily High Club. There's the shelf. There. I wish okay. I could show you. There's a shelf behind us right now that's filled with like at least a dozen plus glass pieces from Daily High Club. It was baller. And they're like different. They have different montages. There's another box that I frequent. They're called Happy Blaze Box. They're pretty dope. They have a lot of glass pieces. That they're going to be like really thick glass so See, i haven't tried that i've actually done the only other box i've tried is hemper i love happy blaze box the reason why i love happy blaze box is because they got like everything like they've got candy they've got like dab taps they'll throw in there they'll throw like moose lab pieces they'll throw like all kinds of different things in the boxes they're like one of my all-time favorite boxes i've done several different unboxings for them they've got a um, 420 box out right now it's actually a limited edition box. It's one of their pricey boxes, but we're all at home. We're all in quarantine. So their limited 420 box is actually probably about this big. You can see what? My, yeah. It, it came with an entire beaker bong. Like, it was so baller. I'll actually show it to you. Hold yeah, because I, I think I need to try to get this month's box then. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. Um, if you look on my Instagram, uh, me and my husband actually, we did the unboxing of it. I think the, is the bigger bong down here? It's up here. Okay. never mind. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. If it's really that big, I need to get down on that. Yeah, man. I got to get, start subscribing to some boxes. I yeah. You're missing out. Yeah, you don't I'm have any boxes. Okay. Nothing. So this is the bong that came in that box. What? It's yes. huge. What? That yes. this, this is a subscription box, limited edition, 420. It's for their month of April, but there's there's limited amounts of them. Yeah, we might uh, how big? How much is that? Is the box for that one? 125, but it also comes with joint papers and candy, and there was all kinds of other stuff in it. It was oh, there was a really sick glass bowl piece, and I think it's downstairs. My husband's using it. It was like a big Hedy's glass, almost looking like thing. It was pretty dope. I mean, I do like alone, it's worth it, the price. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new bong, and it's 420 all month, so I might as well try. Yeah, to- that's what I was saying. I was like, well, first of all, we're in quarantine, so you have nothing else to do but treat yourself. I mean, I've been so smoking do that. So <laughs> triple the amount. Oh, honestly. absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, triple I stocked up before we got locked out, and I'm like, I, don't, I almost don't know what to do with all the weed I have right now. I'm like trying to smoke it. We smoke big blunts every Thursday during the show too. But otherwise, like, I'm glad I made that call. That's like that's a doomsday prepper move right there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, if you know anything, if you've watched any of my content, I'm huge in like horror movies and stuff like that. So I love like what? these type of, yeah, these custom type pieces. This is an eyeball. It's like an eye socket. Oh, that was so dope. <laughs> oh my god where's where's the mouthpiece at i saw the end it was curved oh sick <laughs> isn't that awesome i haven't smoked out of it yet just because it's like the nostalgia man but that's like a good cool. halloween gimmick you know yeah 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 that's sick. Um, and then this one i have smoked out of i like it it's a little carrot bowl Oh my I love god! Stuff that's shaped like food because I like food. So, oh my god, what <laughs> we're huge foodies over here. My dog's right? favorite toy is literally a no. carrot with its arm crossed, and it says like "I don't carrot" or some shit. Right? He, that's like his favorite piece. He loves right? that toy. 
found the carrot dabber too. So oh my god, <laughs> you got a whole set there. That's sick. Right. Um, <laughs> I think I need. You guys one. already know all about. Ooh, this is okay. So this is one of my all-time favorite bongs. I got this this year for last year for Halloween, and its name is David S. Pumpkins. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you really know she smokes weed when she names her pieces. You <laughs> right, know? That's what I'm saying. How yeah. many great names have we come up with for all my, you know, my you old have ones? To name your that's favorite. the best part. You have to name your piece once you get it. It's like the rule. Absolutely. Do you name, do you name all your pieces or just your favorites? This is my favorite. This is oh probably my like. God, look at that thing. Isn't it gorgeous? That is sick. What is that wrapped around the it stem? It's like though? a jack o' lantern. Oh my God, it is. Dude, I need that. Where did you, where's that from? Who makes it's that? Noble Glass. Noble Glass makes them. That, um, wow, it's so baller. I love it. It's one of my favorites. But yeah, if you must check out Noble Glass, they've got them in like different colors. I, like I said, I like Halloween, so I chose that one. Um, it's like one of my favorite holidays. Yeah. Um, the V-Tie pieces, you guys know about V-Tie, right? Actually, I'm not very familiar. I have no idea about that. Okay. <laughs> so the V-tie pieces, these are those, and you can actually stack them. So like these are interchangeable, these perks and things like that. What? And then these rings you can take off, and then you can continue. Like I can add this onto this and just make it bigger. Type wow. situation. So you, can make, you can make like a ten foot bong right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you just keep buying the perks. It's amazing. Wow. Why did I not know these kind of things exist? (laughs) This is why I'm so glad we had her on. We need a professional up in here. Jesus. (laughs) Bongs that you can build as you go. I mean, that's just like an amazing thing. And they're gorgeous. They're they're beautiful. Um, Just they have so many different of the styles of the bases and then they have the different perks. Um, Really great company. Amazing customer service too. So, that was a win. Um, trying to think of any other glass pieces that I have up here. The only thing else that I have is uh, the like whole curio cabinet I have downstairs. And I don't think she can see it though. I got a cactus I'm smoking out of now. You're not, oh, that's dope. The, ca- the camera, if you want. I see it. I see it now. I'm kind of blind. Sorry about that. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is another uh, theme. Small kid. Yeah, you know, wet behind the ears and whatnot. For me, like I'm, a, I'm more of a flower person. I feel me like too, 100%, because I like to yeah. smoke a lot, and I feel like if I like start doing dabs, and I'm like, that's like I do a couple, and I'm done. For me, it's yeah. like you do a dab, it's like five minutes, and you're done. At least when you smoke a blunt or a bong, you could just chill on it and puff it as you please. It's also very true. Dabs got to torch it up. It's a, <laughs> such a pain. Yes, unless you have an e rig. Now, I will, I will say, like, e-rigs are baller. I love them. Like, um, I use the Focus for a very long time. I've got the candy pen. It's pretty good. Um, really loving the Wuka that's out right now by Buddy Leaf. Okay. That one's pretty baller. I'm loving that one. I've been puffing on that one. Like I said, I have the G, I have the G Pin Connect. I love the G Pin Connect. That is awesome. Um, but the Rome is on its way to me. But I will, I will say that the Wuka and the G Pin Connect, as far as electric rigs, are my favorites as of right now. Yeah. I feel like the electric rigs are changing the game. Like you literally they have are. to like press a button, and then the thing's like ready to go. Yeah, you don't have to heat anything up. It's temperature controlled. Like you have several different sessions you can do, so your concentrate actually lasts longer because of the temperature control. It's pretty baller. That's sick. 
And yeah. that's, like, that's the I new thing. I get behind that. I, yeah. I see them smoking it on uh, the Wiz Khalifa smoke out. Really? People calling in, smoking the E-Pen, yeah. These little guys are better priced. These are some electric ribs uh, rigs from DabTech. Um, they do like all these really cool, funky looking rigs to them. I think they're really neat. So they're they're at a, a probably a smaller price than your Wuka or your Focus. And then um, X Vape makes the Vista. I do like the Vista too. There you go. I could be right up your alley, Frank. You might be changing the, changing lanes. No, I, I need to get a bong. I need to get a, need to get a big buildable bong like that. <laughs> you need one of those stacking bongs? Yeah. Is that really what's going on? I might still blow from that. <laughs> this one's pretty cool. This is my piece from Diamond Glass. And then it's got this attachment to it where you can put just the concentrates in here. And it's almost like a nectar collector type thing. Oh, wow. But it's that a is sick. Yeah, look at that thing. That would kill me. I feel like if I hit that, I'd die. <laughs> I mean, look at the size of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dabs off that, I swear to God, my lungs will collapse right here on the spot. One dab. Worse than the coronavirus. Fucked up, yo. <laughs> Respiratory problems for life. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I, will, I will say I can't, I, I can't take like massive dabs. Or, nor do I really want to, um, like gram dabs and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'll, I'll take my fair share, but taking like a massive one in one sitting, I don't know. I feel like I'm wasting my dab. Yeah, that kind of makes sense, though. I have yeah. big lungs when it comes to taking dabs. <laughs> I, I could take really? the tiniest thing, I just choke up. You got little baby lungs? Baby You're going to admit that right here on the podcast. Yeah, when it comes to taking dabs, I can't do it. I could smoke a blunt or a joint or a bowl. Flour, no problem, but concentrate. Chokes me up. Chokes me up. Every time. <laughs> That's have, you, have you tried the, um, like the Yocan concentrate pens no no, 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 no not those ones no 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 i, I use like the g pens and whatnot those uh, g pens like my favorite when it comes to the pens okay got you back here sorry um okay so this one is their evolve They've got a bunch of these different ones. So they've got like a Zeus. They've got an Evolve. This one has the Red Rum handprints on it. That's yeah. sick. Huge, huge Halloween fan. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's themed Halloween. I'm digging it, though. You got that thing on your, on your on a, on a keychain? What is that? Oh, it's a lanyard. You got so, yeah. a, lanyard. Yes. a lanyard with her keys on her vape pen. That yeah, shit's really, sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need. And then my little dab scoop, man, like, you've got to be travel ready. That thing's sick. And what's that yeah. run for? This one, actually, these are really great price. These are anywhere between um, $50 to $80, just depending on what size you're going to get. That's not bad. Okay. No, not at all. Discount code HAZY15. Oh, shit. Yeah. There you go. HAZY15, if you guys want to grab one, I mean, I'm about to use it myself. Yeah. For oh sure. Goodness. I love Yocan. I will, I will say that they have some of the best portability when it comes to like concentrate pens and things like that. Um, huge fan of Yocan. That's no, I haven't heard that one, but now I, I feel like I need that. Hazy 15 gets me a little, little discount. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. 
That's awesome. That's exactly what we need right now. I need a new vein. You need so a bong? Like, you, got any, you got any bong discount codes for Frank? Yeah, I do need a bong. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to research that. <laughs> That's what this guy needs right now. <laughs> Should have signed up for a box, bro. You could have 30 of them by now. <laughs> Slacking. <laughs> Damn. 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 So, hey, out of all the boxes you tried, best one. What's your favorite? Out of all the subscription boxes? Yes. I would have to say Happy Blaze Box. That's it. I, might have to I would have up. to say Happy Blaze Box just because they've done like a couple theme boxes for like the holidays that were baller and they just match everything up. They <laughs> had the munchy app aspect to it. They have the portability aspect to it. Uh, it's like I've never been dissatisfied with one of those boxes. And then I would have to say that Daily High Club is, is like right there with them. As far as the theme boxes, I just don't get the the nostalgic pieces like I get in the DHC boxes like I get anywhere else. Yeah, I can agree with that. They really have some crazy stuff. Yeah. They're always different. Every month, like you get the most wild shit. Right. Like the turkey. They are cool. <laughs> it was like that. That went like in the middle of my table for sure. I have. Yeah. Oh, God. I got one um, for Christmas. I don't know if that was hemp or if that was Daily High Club, but it was like a... a, a a cup of hot chocolate. With yes, like, that was Daily High Club. I have the yes, same one. It was that, baller. That, yeah. one, that one was sick, too. Didn't you have a box that was cereal, too, with like a little straw in box, a little square? Yeah, the, yeah. the little cereal box yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I dabbed so much off that thing. Yeah. It was like the first one I got that came with uh, the proper attachment. Usually, usually they'll just give you the bullhead, you know, for the flower. And you're like, what the fuck? You know, and then they started bringing you uh, boxes that had both in there for concentrates and flour. So you could literally use the bong for whatever you want. And that, that's when the game changed. <laughs> that's when it, as far as I was concerned, that was it. I was ready to go. <laughs> Sign me up. I just kept going and going. And now I got to switch over. I got to try this box she's talking about, man, because between that and the big bong you got in the, what was the other one? The big what one. other one? The the yeah. diamond one? The one? No, the or one. The V tie. The, yeah, the, the V tie. Yeah. That thing was sick. Oh, yeah. the 420 edition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 420 edition, which is all month this month. All month. Yeah, that's Happy Blaze Box. <laughs> and then the other ones was V tie. Um, speaking of nostalgic, like themed glass, if you're big on that, you, you, you're familiar with MJ Arsenal, right? Yes. Yeah, so you know, like their Halloween pieces and their Christmas pieces that they came out with. The last years. Yes. I don't. I don't remember seeing the Halloweens. But I did just see the Christmas ones. Okay, let me go get the Halloween one. It's downstairs. I will. Uh, we're gonna go on an adventure. I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys the curio cabinet, and we'll see the uh, Halloween one, the Halloween MJ Arsenal piece. It was like a bubbler. It was, um, and it actually has the. Um, Glow in the dark. I think it's black light eyes. It's a cat. What? Yeah, it's pretty dope. That is sick. I need to see this. <laughs> That's awesome. You got quite a collection, I guess. <laughs> I, I love glass. Like, I just love pieces. Oh, man, I had to wet my palette. So Here we go. Here is. That's good. The cabinet. Whoa! Whoa! You got a lot of. Oh my god! <laughs> It's like a head shop in there. You know, you really should have let off with this. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, it's like I'm going shopping right now, and they're all so clean. <laughs> Holy shit! 
What's the like white and blue one in the center? Is it two elephants? Oh, that's just a that's just a like a decoration. That's not a piece. That would be really cool though if it was. What do you say you have? Uh, how many pieces would I think? I mean, yeah. I have never counted them. <laughs> how do you um, keep them all so clean? Oh, oh, it was a project that my husband was like determined to do like he got a couple packs of the uh resolution colorado okay that's actually the best stuff that really we yes it cleans freaking anything you just dunk it right into there or you put a little bit of solution into your piece and then it is good to go that's what Here, i resolution it, colorado Yes. Here's the Halloween piece from MJ Arsenal. It's a little witch hat. That's the mouthpiece. It's a little bubbler. bubbler. Their Christmas box. Yeah, and it's that's a tree. That's we got a discount code. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we got a discount code for something. <laughs> Damn, that is sick. So thank you, Hazy, for joining us. Do you want to plug your IG or anything else for uh, the listeners? I mean, sure, yeah. I'm Hazy Hula High 420 on Instagram. You can pretty much find me at Hazy Hula High or Hazy High anywhere else. But for sure, it's been a great time. Had a great time talking to you guys. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, that was great, man. That was excellent. That was excellent. Mean, she has the greatest collection of glass that I've ever I seen. I know, I can't believe it. It's like being in a head shop. <laughs> Did you see the cabinet? Full of glass. Oh, wow, yeah. Unbelievable. I really like the holiday theme pieces she had as well. Definitely. Next really week, cool. episode fucking 40, baby. That's episode right. 40. 40. It's almost been a full year, 12 episodes until we've reached the one year mark. It's going to be huge. Another 420 edition. Make sure you follow us IG, Twitter, Facebook at To Be Blunt Podcast with the number two to be blunt podcast.com, RTF Sports Network.com. Make sure you subscribe and like our podcast. Leave a review for us from Leave the Scott, Frank Knox, and Peasy. We'll see you next week. Same weed time, same weed channel. <laughs>
Macy's After Christmas Sale is going on now with an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of great deals like 50 to 60% off coats for the whole family. And our lowest prices of the season, 65% off select designer bedding from Hotel Collection, J. Queen New York, and more. Plus, buy one bra, get one 50% off, and five panties for just $30. Macy's Star Rewards members can earn on their purchases. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.